0: Well, there is evidence that if people eat sensibly and avoid excesses, that is the best way forward for long-term health.
1: Is there any research that's being presented at the conference that that gives us kind of a guideline on what's sensible eating?
0: Yes. We had uh, evidence presented from uh, New Zealand and we had other evidence presented obviously from all over the world. And there are commonalities that there can be very little agreement about. So it is really not a case of like what every diet or all this plethora of diets give us. Uh, high in this, low in that and so forth. But we must must remember in this scenario one basic principle, and that is total energy intake. How much one eats every day. There is agreement on that. And clearly, the more you eat beyond what you require on a daily basis, the quicker you will put on weight. There is no doubt about that.
1: Have our eating habits changed or or, or transformed in in the last few years, especially as we've gained access to, you know, the American fast food chains and we've become a a little bit more of a middle-income country?
0: Well, you see, that is exactly what the discussion is about. In what way do we need to continue changing? Because the changes that we have brought about are not really remarkable, and which way, or what is the best way, of uh, of going forward? Uh, because there are data from the, the the recent survey of the South African uh, uh, South African Health and Nutrition Examination Survey, we call it SANHEINS, that indicate that a proportion of the population actually have a false security about what they think they eat and also what they think is healthy to eat. And the data that, that, that were presented were that of those people who were asked a simple question, do you think what you eat today is healthy or these days is healthy? And is there any need to change your dietary habits? And the answer was, In 70% of the people who took part in the survey know what I eat and drink is healthy. Now, of these people, as many as 35% were hypertensive, 10% were diabetic, 26% were obese. So, although people think they eat and drink healthily, they're still obese and they're still overweight.
1: These non So we,
0: we do have mm. we do have a huge problem to address, and we need to confer and think very critically as to how we are going to go about addressing it. Yeah.
1: Prof, before we let you go, how have these non-communicable diseases, the, the 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 sedentary lifestyle that we lead in South Africa, our our you know kind of dysfunctional diet, even how is this all affecting our population's lifespan? As a South African, has it affected what our average life could be?
0: Yeah, well, you are restricting the uh, uh, the uh, the life expectancy to South Africa. Uh, which, as you know, uh, was shortened, uh, but now it's beginning to rise again, and we ought to be very happy about that. But on a global uh, uh, situation, one knows that we live longer. But we live longer because we can control disease or rather we can treat disease. In ways that we could not treat them before. We live in a world where certain diseases are diminishing, but there are others like obesity uh, and the NCDs that are rising, especially in developing and underdeveloped countries. And that for South Africa is something that we need to address on a serious basis because it has very serious both human. And economic consequences in
1: the future. Prof, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Professor Dimitri Labadarios is.